0: Put some respect on your name. Value yourself. Value your name. Know what it means. Understand that your name does not—it's not just a word. It captures the essence of who you are, why you're here, and it's gonna be something that people are gonna remember you by. So you have to stand on your name, and you also have to understand that by not setting values, you're pretty much saying that my name is not that valuable, and I'm not gonna live up to no values. Basically. Whatever happens, happens. Que sera, sera. And that ain't ain't no good, right? So put some respect on your name. First thing is you got to understand how much your value is. So during this episode, I'm going to be talking about tapping into your intrinsic value. Like, yo, this is why I'm valuable not what I have, not how I look, but it starts from who I am. So keep tapping in with me here. We're going to have a conversation. podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. Hello there, powerful beings. Let me ask you a question. Are you rising up in the frenzy, tired, sluggish, and your days are just a blur? You, you're not sure what's going on. You don't have the energy. You don't have the vitality. You don't even know how you're even going through these days. Listen, I know the struggle. That's why I created this Zoom meeting, aka mini retreat in your house called Rise and Prime. Rise and Prime is one of the best ways to start your day with a rising routine that includes mindful movement, personal development, mental health check-in, and powerful affirmations. So it's basically like taking a spiritual shower every single day you rise up. All you gotta do is click the link in the description or simply go to Rise and Prime and you'll be able to see how it's spelled out below. You don't wanna miss this. You wanna join a community of wellness seekers and entrepreneurs who are healing through holistic health practices such as medical qigong, such as breathing and affirmations and learning how to take a holistic paradigm to life. So once again, this class is every single day at 7 a.m. Eastern on Zoom, but you can join for free on Monday and Friday. All you have to do is very easy. Just click the link below, click join Rise and Prime, and you'll be able to tap in. I'll see you on Monday or Friday, all right? Don't miss out. I'm gonna be there live in action with you. And if you wanna do the work, if you wanna meet me, if you wanna actually do the work, come through Monday and Friday, click the link below and join us. Peace. So, putting some respect on your name, what is that, what is that? All right, if y'all just saw this last video, I put out from Gina and let me let me see if I can get it to y'all just recently I had just put out this video where Gina was calling his job and her job called her back we want you to come back to work so first of all she was having some issues at her job and what she decided to do was you know what I'm tired of these people I know I know they be making bank off of me (laughs) so Gina understood she 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 got the point she said man y'all making a lot of money Based on all my work, I know I'm valuable. I know how much value I add here. Y'all not going to pay me what I'm worth? Y'all not going to give me assistance, assistant? Y'all not going to give me that office? So you know what she did? She said, you know what? Screw y'all. I'm going to stop working until I find a better one. What did she know? she realize? First of all, what Gina didn't do is she didn't say that, oh, well, uh, if I don't have that job, then it's not going to work out for me. She knows her value. So let me play that clip for y'all. We're going to play that clip. We're going to make sure that both of you guys get to see it at the same time. YouTube, Facebook, and IG. So check it out. Hello, Mr. Oaks. Hello, Mr. Oaks. How are you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you want me to come back to work? Well, there's there's some things that I need. Firstly, I'm going to need an assistant. Yeah? Yeah? And no more weekends and no more overtime. Okay. That might work. All right. Well, I'm going to have to talk to my husband about this. Okay, yeah, got to talk to him first. All right, bye. (laughs) Hello, Mr. Mr. Oaks, how are you? Yeah. Yeah. So what what does that tell you? So basically, Gina in this scenario, what Gina understood was, listen, first of all, if, you, if they're calling you to come back, that means that they understood that they're missing you. So by that very missing, you can become demanding. <laughs> you see, when you know your worth, when they come looking for you, you don't go running back. You say, hey, I'll come back if you give me A, B, C, D, because what, you you, you valued yourself enough to understand that. So now this is the perception, this is just about like a job, right? But this is not just about a job. This is about life. It's about how much value do you see yourself in spaces. And this is going to dictate whether or not people use and abuse you, whether institutions use and abuse you, or whether or not you are partnering with them, or whether or not you are exchanging value with them. There's a difference. So what do I mean? The moment we realize that we add value into the spaces that we are is the moment we can start being more demanding. So let's go back a little bit. Somebody says, I'm just a number. Before we can even get to the value part, you have to understand that you're not just a number, you're not just a body, that you're a spirit that has been endowed with greatness, which means whichever, whatever you choose to place your energy on with enough focus and intensity, you can create something very powerful, which means don't let anybody break you down into roles. The moment you've broken down into like, this is the only role you can, possibly do is the moment you're only seeing what you're currently using your time for as what you can possibly do. Look, let me tell you what I mean. When I was in, when I used to be a kid, 10th, 11th grade, I used to work at Taco Bell. I played a role. Every work spot that you work in, you have to play a role. So I had to play the role on being on the the line and, you know, making them tacos, making them pizzas. (laughs) I used to, it was Taco Bell Pizza Hut. But what if I, I looked at that and said well this is the role I'm playing in this job and I said, this is the only role I can play in another job I would be making tacos for the rest of my life but basically when I was at that job I said this is the role I'm playing now so I can get funds so that I can invest that into my passion so even when I was working at Taco Bell I wasn't just playing the role of making tacos and just making them tacos I actually understood that I was making tacos to generate resources so I could invest in my business so at the time somebody said yo what business did you have well guess what I was selling chips candy in high school so I was doing that so I was taking some of that money reinvesting into the patties and then I was turning that into my my profit and I took the patties money and used that on my video production business so basically what i did was i used the job as a tool of generating resources all right let's get back the job you play a role in a job to generate resources in order to fulfill your needs and desires now the difference between a job and something that you're truly passionate about is when the generation of resources is also based i'm generating resources but I'm also generating well, I'm also generating fulfillment. I'm also generating a feeling of well wellness, a feeling of I'm using my gifts here. When both of them can coincide, you have met your dream job. A lot of times we only do it to generate resources, but we don't do it to generate our gifts. The moment we find a job that we can both generate resource and generate our gifts in, then it's gonna be powerful. But here's what I also learned, what I learned was just because you have a job that is not does not look like it's helping you with your specific dream, goal, talent, gift, there are some skill sets that you learn from every job that is very beneficial that you can extract from it. You just have to remember your value. Put some respect on your name. As soon as you, remember, you have that mentality, it doesn't matter what job you do, you're going to always understand why you're doing it. Here's what I mean. Let's get back to it. I used to hate dread jobs because I felt like I'm not living in my purpose. The moment I saw the skill set I was acquiring from those jobs, as well as the op- the money I was kind of making to fuel my passion, I looked at it a little bit differently. I said, "Oh, I'm doing this now, but it's just a stepping stone so I can do that later." Or I'm saying, "I'm doing this now, but look, I'm also acquiring this skill set of talking to people." So when I used to work at like Office Depot, I develop a skill set of like finding what somebody's tech problem is um, and navigating that using my, my 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 human interaction to to convey that man this is the solution and then they'll go and say let okay I'll let you fix my computer I trust I know I like you I trust you fix it and I would use I use that skill set to start my own tech stuff the same way when I learn how to print and do all this stuff I utilized a skill set working at Office Depot to learn how to make my flyers for my business, so then I made flyers for my business. So what I found out was, even the the job that you think has nothing to do with your passion, your purpose, you're always going to, at some extent, deal with other humans, and you can extract a lot of lessons from dealing with humans. That's what I've learned. I learned that no matter what job you do, you can always extract lessons from dealing with humans. And here's another thing I learned too. When you know your value at a job, you carry yourself a certain way that attracts other people to you, so there's a chance that you're not gonna stay at that job if it's not, go- if it's not meeting up to your level. The moment you go to jobs with- without a pleasing attitude, what you actually do is you actually stop your manifestation power because you never know who you're gonna meet one you never know what's gonna happen at that job so let's say you go to job dread dreadfully every day without a pleasing attitude like oh my god and you give everybody a bad attitude now in, in your head at heart in your heart you're like man i'm straight it don't matter i talk i, I talk to him i, I want to i don't even care about this job putting some respect on your name is not necessarily um saying oh give me this give me that putting some respect on your name is also, it's actually being demanding to be a certain way You have to demand a certain way from yourself. That says, I'm going to be like this regardless of where I'm at, whether I'm running my own business or somebody else's business, there's a standard of how I present myself to the world that I bring out. Once you have that sort of mentality, you will always kind of like attract more opportunities to you, rather than if you have a dreading, like, ah, man, I gotta do this shit again, ah, shoot. I know, sometimes you don't want to, but the more you do things with a pleasing attitude the better it will be. First of all, if you do it with a not pleasing attitude, guess what's going to happen to you? You're going to dread being there every time. So what if you made what if you made work more fun by seeing the beauty in work? The only way to to make work more fun is to not make it dreading. And that is seeing the beauty in it. Sometimes you work at the by the beach or something, and, and you don't realize that you get to see the water every day. But, you know, you're thinking, "A oh, man, I have to deal with all these customers. Right. And the moment that you start to see all the bad things in it, the more the job gets dreadful. By the way, if you're listening to this podcast, share this podcast to five friends and comment done. Share this podcast to five friends and comment done. So basically. Go to work with a pleasing attitude all while knowing your value. Don't identify, don't confuse the roles that you're playing in your job as the role you're going to be playing forever. That's another one, too. Just because you're playing a role right now at your job does not dictate you, your worth, your value, none of that. All it says is this is the role you're currently playing with the opportunities you currently have as you invest into other opportunities, as you also play other roles. Because just because you're playing this role at the job doesn't mean you're not playing another role. You could have your side business, side hustle, you're still a mother, you're still a sister, you're still a friend, which means you're playing many roles. The moment we identify our lives with our job solely is the moment we failed in life. The moment you say, well, I'm a cashier, don't ever say I am a a." and then put somebody else's dreams behind it. You see, don't do that. That's the worst way to live your life. Let me repeat that again. I am a cashier at Publix. Basically, you are literally putting the essence of your life, listen to that, into your identifying yourself as a position in a job. Don't identify yourself as a position in a job. Identify yourself as a spirit who is could do many other things. The moment you say, oh, I am that, you are literally building a box for yourself. No, I am currently you losing my skills. And You know how they say, oh, LeBron bringing his talents to Miami. You gotta think about it this way. Every job you go to, you gotta say, man, I'm bringing my talents to this job. Put some respect on your name, know your value, right? The moment you know your value is, the more moment you could be more demanding. Here's another thing I found out. I found out that people get the jobs that they believe they can get. Mm. People get the jobs they believe they can get. And what I mean by that is, people usually seek out positions that they're usually accustomed to. And based on that cust- custom, because they're accustomed to this position, they're accustomed to working like that, They only seek out jobs among those titles, though they might be qualified for a different position. Though though they might be able to work in a different sector, we often look for what we've been accustomed to. So when you put some respect on your name, you might see another opportunity that you haven't sought, that you haven't seen before, but it was always in front of you. But now because your sense of value went up, you now see more valuable opportunities. When your, when your idea of how valuable you are goes up, you demand more valuable opportunities. You can kind of say, hey, listen, I have experience in this, that, and that, and you say, hey, you know what? I'm gonna go for this rather than that. Sometimes we say, you know, I have to do these little minute jobs until I can get this bigger job. No, the reason why you're doing little minute jobs so you could get the bigger job It's because you didn't go right into the bigger job. You never applied for it. You never gave yourself a chance. Have you ever asked yourself, why is this person managing me? (laughs) I mean I mean I've asked myself, I'm like, man, I have more emotional intelligence than this person. Man, more like I definitely have more motivation to, to, to get the team going. No, the person probably applied. So what I'm saying is you probably can be a manager right now or running your own business. But the thing is, you haven't yet say, hey, oh, this is what I can do. The moment you put some respect on your name is the moment you change your life. So you have to understand that whether or not you own your own company, you are the chief executive officer of your life. And the standards that you own for yourself is going to dictate your net worth. Your network also dictates your net worth. Is another thing. The people you surround yourself with is also going to determine the opportunities you see and know about, which means if you hang out with certain people who have a certain job and always had that job, they're only going to give you the opp- or share the opportunities along the lines of that. They're not going to say, oh, well, maybe you can do that. Maybe there's that. Maybe no. So you have to kind of change your circle if you want to evolve professionally, financially and all different aspects of your life. Put some respect on your name says I'm going to put respect on my name and I'm going to surround myself with other respectable names and when you kind of do that you kind of elevate because the conversations are different you want to have different conversations as it relates to what you want to do as it relates to what you possibly can do once once there is a once if you hang around with people who have a cap on their mentality you're going to set a cap for your productivity. If you hang around with certain people who put a cap on how vital they can be, you're gonna say, hey, this is the highest form of energy I can have. This is the best. And you're gonna say, well, all my friends are always tired. They're always like this. No, you have to also either be the friend, also have friends who are like, man, I'm feeling great today. Oh man, I'm excited to go to work today. Oh man, listen, I'm I'm actually starting my own business while I'm working right now. Oh man, you know, I actually learn how to sell. You wanna have, elevate your circle to the, so that your circle starts to elevate you. Putting some respect on your name is not just, oh, I respect myself. I No, if you respect yourself and you hang around swine, then do you really respect yourself? If you respect yourself and you go around other people that drains your energy every time you're around them and you keep giving them, do you really respect? So put some respect on your name ain't just about how you get a job, it's also about your circle. It's also about where you choose to hang around. An environment gonna tell you a whole lot about a person, which means that if you go in an environment and it's not that pleasing attitude, why are you always surrounded? If you are around people where you feel like a burden, that in itself becomes a burden to you because now you're thinking, why am I such a burden? but you're not. No, they just have this sort of mentality. Now, maybe you are a little bit, but it's just probably because they can't handle you. Sometimes people might see you as a burden because you have a lot you're carrying. It doesn't mean you're a burden. It just means that they can't carry your load or they're not willing to, and as they shouldn't have to. It's your load. So we don't want to feel like that, right? But we must also see the difference between people who tell you like it is and people who sugarcoat it, or people who don't even tell you what it is to keep you around. You also have to notice these things, why? Because putting some respect on your name is not just about being around people who is going to tell you. It's not just about being around people who's gonna elevate you. Putting some respect on your name is also knowing that if I want to be a man of integrity and of character, of values, I also need to check myself so I don't wreck myself. And to check myself so I don't wreck myself, what I'm going to do is I'm going to surround myself with other people that will check me, right? Just like they will check on me, they're willing to check me. Just like they're going to check on me, they're willing to check me. What I mean by that is I'm not just going to have people that say, how you doing? I'm also going to have people that say, how you doing? Have you been doing this this whole time? When are you finally going to change? So putting some respect on your name is not just about surrounding people who agree with you. Some respect on your name is also surrounding people who don't agree with you. People who are going to tell you it like it is. Like, bro, look at what you're doing. That ain't good. You're going to also need those in your circle. Shout out to my sister. I love you, sis. So what I'm telling you is this. Well, the moment you surround yourself with a certain mentality, mind frame that says, hey, I'm putting some respect on my name. What is putting respect on my name? Putting some respect on my name is not letting your bank account dictate your value Here's what I'm saying. The moment that how much money you have dictates how you see yourself is the moment you put a cap on your potential. Because as an entrepreneur, you never know how things is ever going to be which means if I, walk, if I needed a million dollars to be confident to do this, I will never be able to empower the millions of people I am growing to empower. But every day that I step and do what I do, regardless of what I think I need to have, I'm putting respect on my name. You put respect on your name with consistency. Hmm, hold <laughs> oh, oh, Every time you are consistent in what you're doing, you're putting respect on it. Respect is consistency. Somebody said, do you respect me? Well, I respect you, but you say you respect somebody, but you're not consistent in listening to them. You say you respect somebody, but you're not consistent in tending to their needs. You say you respect them, but you're not consistent in actually making sure that you're there. So how do you respect if you're not consistent in the actions that max the, the respect so putting some respect on your name says i respect myself enough to show up consistently so respect is about consistency and that also has to do with integrity being in one with your values now when i look at myself meaning the last episode i put about sometimes i'm not in one with my values and i know what i'm doing is i'm not disrespecting the other person more than i'm disrespecting myself and i know that i can't stay in that for longer because what I understand is the moment I'm not consistent with what I say I'm going to do or what I say I stand by is the moment I'm letting go some respect for me. And that diminishes my self-confidence. Self confidence. When you don't respect your name through consistent actions based on your standards and values or based on the word of God, what happens is not only do you disrespect your name, but you not only do you dishonor your name, but you also diminish your confidence in you. You start being less confident about what you can possibly do because you're saying, well, hey, listen, you said you were gonna do that, but you didn't do it. So now you start to blame, shame, guilt, and you go on a cycle, which is why the last episode talks about dismantling those. Now, the only reason I'm able to put these things in words is because I experienced them and I'm able to see them happen. to put some respect on your name is to be conscious when you're disrespecting your name, your life, your values, your goals. So you can be disrespecting yourself this whole time because of what you're accepting. Disrespect is not always what somebody else is doing. It's also what you're accepting from what they're doing. So you're like, well, Yo, this person is disrespectful. Well, why do you keep listening to their shit? <laughs> Get your ass out of there. No, this person is disrespectful because you haven't respected yourself long enough to say, don't talk to me like that. (laughs) You haven't respected yourself enough to leave from the situation. You're stuck here with this person. So what I'm saying is respect, putting some respect on your name is living up to a standard of value and also understanding your innate worth, what they call your innate value. So. Why should you be respected? Is it because of your status? Is it because of your money? Is it because of how you look? Is it because of what you've done or what you have? No, it's just because. The moment you put your respect on the basis of God that you because I am a piece of the I am, I am respected. And now it is living in accordance with the I am that keeps up your respect, your self-respect. And I found out there are certain principles that the word has already endowed as this is how you should live. And when you're not in alignment with those principles, it isn't that God comes and hits you in the head or punishes you. You start punishing yourself with with guilt, shame, blame, fear. It's almost as if your self-punishment is because God is within you. So you punish yourself for not doing what you know you should be doing because God has almost like in you, there's a judge and jury that is protecting you. That is saying, man, this is not right what you're doing. You ought to do better. So God has an amazing way of doing that. So respecting yourself is respecting the temple because in that same temple, you praise God on base how high you align yourself. Mm, Come on now. I feel like I'm in church. Should have been a preacher. I am a preacher, right? Uh, anyways, what I'm saying is this: respecting yourself goes way deeper than your job. It goes way deeper than your status. It is a spiritual concept. Respecting yourself is what you put in your body. You don't honor, you don't honor yourself. You don't honor the temple if you don't honor what you put into it. If you eat trash, then doesn't that mean that you look at yourself as trash? I wanna ask you. But if you say, I honor my temple, aren't you gonna feed that temple the best? No, yes you are. If you honor the temple, you're gonna feed the temple the best. But some people say, oh, I honor me, I honor my temple, but you don't feed it the best. So the moment you honor yourself, you're gonna feed your temple the best. So you're gonna eat fruits and vegetables, you're gonna juice, you're gonna do all that. You're gonna take you're gonna fast. You're gonna do the detox. I just did this the fall fast. Y'all holla at me if you want to fast. So you're gonna do it. But then here's here's the part. Here's the part I'm working on the most. Okay. And I I, I live I'm gonna be real with you. Honoring yourself also means honoring your family, mother, father. Now that's one of the most the one of the lines that says, honor thy mother and father for your days shall be long on this earth. So the moment that you honoring yourself is saying that, I, you know what? Not only do I know that I'm valuable as a being, but I know that God was attentive enough to put two people to come together to make me. So those two people that took care of me, I need to show them as much love as I can. So now what happens at some point in our life, we might have lost honor. We might have lost honor and respect for ourselves because of something that inflicted through traumas or whatever. And the moment we lost that honor, we go in a cycle of guilt and shame that sometimes holds you in bondage for your life. Now, this is I want to ask you, do you want to break it every single day? Every day you have to work actively against a guilt, blame, shame or whatever because you felt as if you didn't honor your, fa- your parents or your family in the way that you could or you should. And even when you get the chance to do it, the guilt and shame from not doing it before comes up, makes you feel bad about it, and then there's an ongoing perpetuation of dishonor that makes you feel really bad about yourself, about you a, as a human being, and it diminishes your ability to act. So you say, man, how do you transform that? For me, I always mention this. I'm like, yo, I really think about how much time I call my dad or my mom. Right now, I just thought about it. My dad's in Haiti. I need to give him a call, right? So right after this, I need to call him. I don't need to feel guilty that I didn't call him, right, the last week. I, I need to act on it. Now, somebody says, well, why is that even that important? We know you love your parents. We know that, but we have to also honor them. What that does is it tells God that, yo, I appreciate the fact that you made two humans to bring me here. And I am giving back the love that they gave to me because I honored myself. And because I'm a piece of them, I'm going to honor them. So but today we have to kind of like dismantle the guilt and shame for not honoring them as we should or as we could have. Every time that we do a little bit, we have to chip away at it. Because we must, we can, we will, and we must. Because the moment that you don't, you might say, well, you know, I value myself, I put some respect on my name, but you have to also put some respect on your family name. So putting some respect on your family name says this, man, you know what, I've honored me as a being integrity, being integral with what I stand for, and how I treat my friends and other people in the world, but I'm dishonored in this area, and you know what, I'm going to take the action steps every day to forgive myself and act. And the more you keep doing that, you're gonna transform. So I'm telling you, a lot of us, we have to restore relationships with the people we love. And it's, it's, it's a perpetuated cycle of suffering happening on both ends. Because you know, a lot of things can happen where you, discuss, where you create a certain way of being. Like for me, it is that loner type personality that I have of just being tending to myself So you find out that your coping as a child can become something that you look in the mirror as an adult and don't like it, and you don't like it, and you want to change it, but it feels so hard for you to change it, that's because you're so used to being like that. And the only way to change it is to dismantle your guilt, shame, and fear and blame every time you feel them coming up. Let me give you an example. I'm gonna give you this last example. When I was in college, I considered myself to be the most horrible person in the world, and I did. I felt like I was a horrible person, just because I was in college. I guess it's not just me though. What I found out after was that this happens to a lot of college kids. So living, leaving my home, I I wanted to just I wanted to get away, discover who I am, boom, boom, boom. So as I'm away, I'm busy with my life. I'm doing things. I'm joining organizations. I'm running a business. I'm having fun too. I started to build a habit of not of ignoring the home or going back to, so I would never even come back. I would just stay in college, and I would not call like people that I care about the most. And I didn't do that intentionally. I just got carried away by life. But then I realized that every time I got up to pick up my phone to make a call, I felt so shitty that I never called nobody. <laughs> Cause it was just like, man, I'm gonna have to hear that again. Oh man, look. And it's a, it's a reminder of a false idea in my mind that I'm, I'm, I suck. I'm a horrible person. But it's not even true. It's just that life happened. But the moment I, I realized, oh, I'm not a bad person. It's just that certain things happened that made me a certain way, and I am actively trying to change it, and I'm gonna do what I need to. So what I would do is I'd pick up the phone and I'd be like, man. The moment I'm going to feel So no, let me tell you It's better that you feel the Feel the guilt But then act Because when you feel guilty Or don't act It feels like you acted Because <laughs> guilt Does something to your brain Where it feels like you've acted That's a science Guilt su- suppresses your ability to act Because in itself it is an action It's an infliction to you so the best thing you could do after feeling guilty is acting. Because regardless of it, you're still gonna be hurt by the guilt. The best thing is not to be guilty at all. Don't you know, but you know that's guilt is a good is not a bad or good thing, it's supposed to tell you what's happening. So you can stay in integrity. Integrity means staying in one with your values. So basically, this year, last year has been some of the best years as it relates to that and I'm still working on being a better communicator with people I love. But I could say, this year, last year, I, te- I effectively tried. I need to try harder, I need to try some more. But I did try more and more. And that's all you can do. All you can do is try. All you can do is try to be better, try to be more loving, try to be more attentive, call more, send voice messages and respond. I'm working on texting back faster right to everybody because I realize sometimes I just don't text back and there's no excuse not to text because I always got my phone somehow so it is about no, like putting certain respect on your name is not just oh I'm valuable I'm a cool person I'm the holistic motivator it's also being vulnerable enough to say some of the stuff I just said I don't like saying that stuff because I wish I was perfect <laughs> it's true I wish I wish I was perfect but it's not the case because I'm wise enough to understand I will not be perfect. I wish I was perfect, but I know I'm not. So what I do know is in my imperfections, every day I have to forgive myself so I can grow and I have to remind myself to get in line with my values. That's the respect. It's not that I don't disrespect my body. It's that I don't keep disrespecting it forever. I disrespected my body with some bad food today. I'm going to cleanse it tomorrow because I have some respect on me. Putting some respect on you is not about perfection. It's about saying, hey, I am willing to do the work. I'm willing to face the shit. I'm willing to face it. So when we think about perfection, we think about us being in complete alignment with the spiritual laws. But we also forget that we are carnal beings. Guess what? Because we are carnal beings, we have two natures of of us. We have the divine nature and the animal nature. We have the mammalian brain, and we have the other part of our, our, our body, of our mind, of our brain. You know what I'm saying? So when we operate on the basis of our body, we're operating on the basis of memory. When we operate on the basis of our spirit, of our intuition, we are operating on the basis of what can be. The moment that... We only expect one is the moment we acting too much. So we have to embrace both. And it is forgiving yourself and continuously moving forward with action that change everything for you. So with that being said, powerful beings, listen, this was an amazing podcast on putting some respect on your name. If you didn't watch the whole thing, you could go back and rewatch it. Um, tap in. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast, by the way, edtalksdaily.com. And if you haven't left the review, I see Remedy here. I see Lyric in here. Yeah, go check out um, edtalksdaily.com forward slash reviews. Leave a quick review. Like, li- like this stuff it legit takes, like, less than a minute or two. But you know how big of a difference that thing make? Like, a review? Yo, a review will get this thing up the charts. Like, you... Leaving a review might mean 10, 20 more people listening to this. And somebody says, yo, 10, 20 more people? Yo, you never know how this can impact 10, 20 more people. So do you want to actually help 10, 20 more people with some of this insight? Yo, so go to edtalksdaily.com forward slash reviews. Leave a review. Um, And if you haven't subscribed, subscribe to the podcast. And yo, if you're feeling extra, extra generous and you're like, man, I love this podcast. And, man, you know what, Ed, I want to review it, and I want to donate. Man, you know what, you, you're next level. You're next level. I support you. Go to edtalksdaily.com forward slash support. You know, we got the whole thing going. You can support this podcast. As this will be every day now at 9.30 a.m., I had this consistent schedule, and I stopped putting respect on my name by getting off my 10 a.m. schedule. So now i put it to 9.30. So we're going to do this on the weekdays, Monday through Friday, 9 30 a.m come back here tap into the podcast and you'll be able to watch on consistently so with that being said y'all remember you have the unlimited power in you in you you have the unlimited power in you to actually start respecting your name respect means this r-e-s-p-e-c-t show it what it means to you respect is about action respect is also about self work innately your, your your respect is not because of what you do, you're respected because of who you are. That, you must know that. Respect also has to do with how you treat your body and your mind, what you put in you. That's putting respect on your name. Respect has to do with how much value that you see that you bring into places in doing things with a pleasing attitude. So respect is in the attitude, whether it's pleasing, or whether it's, oh I'm dreading everything. Respect is also in what you accept to be your environment, whether or not you are around people that consciously drain you and disrespect your value, or whether or not you are around people that kind of like elevate you, around people that, that fuels you up, are you around people that adds to your bank. So respect is also choosing whether or not you're gonna stay in the midst of swine or in the midst of flowers that's gonna help you grow. Respect is also honoring thy mother and thy father. Respecting the ones who gave you life because that is respect to God. That is saying, God, I appreciate you for creating them, for creating me. Respect is living in alignment with universal laws that will keep you healthy, happy, and prosperous. So remember, remember, You have the unlimited power in you to create and put respect on your name. But first, you have to believe it in order for that to be useful in the term of bringing your gifts and talents out here. And until that happens, the world will forever miss all your gifts, all your talents, and all the great things that you have to offer. So remember, 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 let your light shine i do damn it. Peace. Hey, YouTube, thank y'all for watching. If you've been watching this and this adds value to you, listen, I want to invite you to go and subscribe to this podcast, okay? Subscribe to Ed Talks Daily at edtalksdaily.com subscribe to this channel, alright? Peace.